Bonjour, mon amour. Bonjour, ma chérie. Last two times we talked, we were in the kitchen. Last episode was particularly heavy on vocabulary and on French phrases. So today, we're going to talk more about culture and your experiences in the kitchen in France. Bonjour and welcome to French Please, the podcast. We believe a language is best learned through conversation between friends or family members. Each episode, your hosts, Angela and Thierry Chenu, share ways to make your home a place where French language and culture from around the world are incorporated into your day, the fun, fast, and easy way. Tell me, did you cook from a young age, like with your parents in the kitchen? That was not so much with my parents. I think the first time I remember cooking anything uh, was with my grandmother from my mom's side. Mamiali? Yes. So what did you, did you like get together and bake pies? Did you cook dinner? What What did you make? No, I, that was before, that was my early junior year to give you reference uh, with the American school system. I was staying at my grandma grandmother's place on Friday nights. Uh, my parents worked on Saturdays. So I was staying with my grandma and uh, every so often at night she has some she had something to cook. So we would do uh, cakes, we would do jams. Oh, I remember you telling me about a jam that I'd never heard of in America. What was it? What was that called? It's called pastèque. But isn't pastèque watermelon in English? It's kind of like a watermelon. It's a little bit more consistent. It's not as watery. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine making jam out of a watermelon. So what does this fruit look like? I actually don't know what the fruit is in English. It's uh, it's It looks like a watermelon. Is it green? It's yellow. Kind of yeah. yellow. Was inside. it like those melons we had on our honeymoon in Portugal at the campsite? They were round and you cut no, into them and they looked red? It's no. a big oval. It's, it's oval. like It's like a rugby ball, <laughs> so but, it is but, but bigger. Like a yellow watermelon. Mm -hmm. Okay. With seeds like watermelon. Wait, and, how do you make jam with seeds? Well, you remove them. <gasps> Was that your job? Yeah. <laughs> what were you, 12, 13? I got to use a knife. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So did, besides jam, cake, when you say cake, you're not talking about like a sheet cake or an American double layer chocolate cake with frosting on it, right? No, it was, so we, we did a couple type of cakes, if I remember well, but more often than none, we were making this uh, pound cake looking thing with uh, raisins inside that we soaked in rum, I think, for a while, that would give, mixed with the dough, that would give flavor as it cooks to, to, the, to, the, to, the, to the cake. Oh, and very nice. What you call a cake in French. Yeah, we call that a cake. <laughs> it's spelled the same way, right? I think so, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess the, the chocolate ones that I had from Mami Ali, she made especially for me because I really like chocolate. That wasn't her normal, right? Which one was that? Uh, she would alternate. When we lived in Toulouse and we went back on weekends, 
she would always give you a cake. Mm-hmm. One week it would be lemon or the one with rum, mm-hmm. but on other weeks she'd say, Tiens, je t'en au chocolat. Oh, yeah, so probably the same <laughs> recipe, but substitute the raisins with booze by chocolate, chocolate chips. Just for me. Mm. Okay, excellent. How about you? You have this auntie who's who's a real cook. What? Tell me about Pam Pam. Pam Pam was torture to me. Uh, when, when I was even younger, probably in elementary school, I was in school with my cousin still. He's a, he's a year younger than I. But we were going to school together, and as school stops around 5.30 to 6 p.m., I think, my auntie, who, who, who was done with the office earlier than my parents, would swing by and pick us up. And so she would stage me in her house until my parents are done to pick me up. And during the entire time, so you know, a kid at the end of the school, we always hungry, so we'd have, you know, a snack, some bread, piece of chocolate, you know, something. Le goûter. Le goûter. Le goûter, yeah. But she would start cooking. And something that I need to know about my auntie, she loves food, and she was cooking for her husband uh, that loves f- food as well. And so in this entire house, as I'm, my stomach is like, in spite of the snack, is craving for more food. I'm smelling all those cheesy goodness that my auntie would cook. So you were you you were drooling over your your auntie's mm-hmm. cooking every single night. Yeah. So something we talked about earlier in another podcast was how, or did I just talk about it in general? I'm not sure, but how the difference between what you do every evening in the United States and what you do every evening in France and other parts of the world. I think it's really amazing. I remember one of your friends, Bruno, he's from... La Réunion, yes, which is a a French territory, an island uh, that's east of uh, Madagascar, which itself is an island east of the eastern coast of Africa. So really small, really far away. Yes. And he, and he ends up in France. Yeah, he ends up in French in college. The, the, the access to college from La Réunion is limited. And so a lot of the kids that are French and, and, and that are raised through high school on the island, usually they end up in France to go to college. Uh, and so Bruno was living in a very tiny one, not even one bedroom, one room apartment with a, the tiniest kitchen. But I was better than what I had because I had no kitchen at all. You so, survived on sandwiches like yeah. a real American, right? I survived on sandwiches. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. no. I, had oh, a, I had a baguette. Sorry. <laughs> I had a baguette. I had yeah. cheese. and uh, but, but Bruno was cooking. He was actually cooking and because... Most kids in college don't have too much money. He cooked a lot with a some some sort of rice concoction. I just I I always find it pretty incredible that even if you have the smallest kitchen and the smallest budget, you can still come up with something by cooking it yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it's going to be actually all the time. It'll be healthier than the ninety nine cent McDonald's burger that 
I would be tempted to grab if I was in a hurry. Uh, yeah. I know I'm too American. But... Attitude wasn't too much what we were thinking about then. But oh, not when you were 19, think, right? <laughs> yeah, he would buy the, you know, a 30-pound bag of rice you know, twice a year, and that would be the staple. And he would add whatever. I don't remember that, but I remember eating with him at his place, And I loved the the, 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 the spices uh, that he's using to do that. Mm-hmm. Just like I, I, I really like some of our African friends, some of the spice they put in their rice, beans, things like this. It's usually a little spicy and has a sting to it, which is new already from French perspective, a French French perspective. We don't add a lot of you know spiciness to our dishes typically. No, I found that really incredible. The summer before I went to France, I had been working in a Chinese restaurant where the cooks were Mexican. And every day we sat down together to a meal and oh, it was so spicy. And I got to France and after a few months, I hadn't realized it right away because everything was so flavorful. So I'm not sure what we're cooking with that's so different in my mind at this point. I'm like, but nothing spicy. That's really odd. But I think it really hit me when you came to the States for the first time hmm. and how spicy were the dishes hmm. at that same restaurant. Hmm. So so that was that Chinese place where you worked, right? Yes, yeah. it was. So I had the, I loved that. And it's it's weird because spicy, spicy is weird because it hurts and it hurt me a lot in the beginning. <laughs> Pain. But it's at the same time addictive. So you keep eating it. And I liked, I think they had a, for lunch, they had a hot and sour soup, I think. Oh, the yeah. Place. Yes. That I, I loved the flavor in that thing, but it's in the middle of August. I'm, I'm, I'm walking there, so I'm already warm, and I eat that, and I'm sweating. I'm sweating everything I have. Yep. Mm. And I was laughing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, and drooling and all that, you know, nose dripping. Oh, you mean nose dripping, yeah, nose <laughs> not drooling. Drooling, too, but for other reasons, man. Well, to finish up, let's let's do a few words in French for flavors. How about spicy? Épicé. Épicé. Okay, but you use a word in English sometimes that comes from piquant in French, right? You say sting, so yeah. you can say piquant. Pi- piquant. Piquant, épicé, same thing? Yeah. Or not? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then sour. Uh, I don't know, sour. Aigre? Aigre. Is yeah, that what sour? and that's not a flavor we do a lot. I think we cook, we make some um, sauces with vinegar and butter and brown butter. Or uh, capers. Or capers, yes. Yeah. Ah, capers and fish. Yeah, and that could be fun like in a chicken piccata or something like that, or even a piece of fish. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. How about sweet? Sucré. Okay, and then there's one that you use more in French than we do in English. To say something is salty, you say? Salé. Right, mm-hmm. and we don't talk about that as much. We would say sweet or savory, mm-hmm. and you would say? Sucré salé. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So that's that's another taste, has its own words and its own concepts in each language too. Well, on that note, what would we say right before we eat? Bon appétit. All right. Bon appétit et au revoir. À bientôt. Mm-hmm. Merci for joining us for today's episode. In the show notes, you will find 
all of the French expressions we shared with you today, a place to sign up for our newsletter so you don't miss a single episode, information about the classes we have, French with kids and French for couples, as well as a place to email Pierre, our assistant, with your comments, suggestions, and requests for future episodes. Until then, bonne semaine et au revoir.